You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Brodnick. And I'm Chelsea McLaughlin. And I'm back in the podcast seat, but this isn't our reunion because we did have a beautiful reunion after I've been away last night at a very, very pink event. Yeah, the Barbie premiere. (laughs) I just can't wipe the smile off my face. Last night I had to go home and take off all my pink clothes and prepare my black outfit for Oppenheimer (laughs) tonight. And I was like, I'm shedding my skin. And like bringing out my other half, but I'm still in the Barbie. You really vibe. dressed the part last night. Like we'll have to put a pic up on Insta, but you had the skirt and the pink jacket and the boots. I felt like a little Barbie. It was cute. But if you want to see more photos from the event, Chelsea's outfit, some of the crazy things they had, just head to the Spill podcast on Instagram. We've put up all the photos there. The movie was, we can't say much about it, but you know. No, we'll give a fuller review when the embargoes and stuff lift. As the movie started, I had this thought like, oh, this is why people cheer for sports teams. Like I've never got it before, but that's the first time I ever felt like that. I'm not even a Barbie person. I just got swept away in the hype of it. That we're all wearing the same colour and we're all cheering for something and we're all here for this like kind of thing together. I feel like Barbie has just filled a void for people who don't have sports teams. <laughs> That's so That's true. That's all. Anyway, more to come on that, but today we're talking about something a little more serious, and that is the fact that some photos have come out and they have not shattered the internet, but just a little crack in it, I would say, which is the fact that Kylie Jenner and Jordan Woods have been spotted together for the first time in many, many years, and it's brought up one of the biggest Kardashian scandals ever, the fallout from that. So we're going to get into that, but first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. Okay, well, in some happy news today, Lindsay Lohan has welcomed her first child with her husband, Beta Shamas. So the actress gave birth to a son named Lue, her representative told to People, and in a statement said the family is over the moon in love. So Lue is an Arabic name, meaning shield or protector, and he was born in Dubai where the couple live. So Lindsay hasn't posted anything to socials yet herself, but we will keep an eye out for that. Well, fresh off the back of the Sarah Brady, Jonah Hill messages that came out last week, singer Bibi Rexa has leaked alleged texts from her boyfriend or potentially ex-boyfriend, we're not really sure, on her Instagram story where he comments on her weight. So Rexa uploaded a screenshot of a text message believed to be from her boyfriend who is producer Kayan Safari with no context or caption and then later deleted it. Of course, nothing can ever actually be deleted from the internet, especially not when you're famous. So there are screenshots all over the show. The message is clearly in reference to a conversation that they had had previously, so we're not sure of that context. But it reads, Hey, I never said you weren't beautiful and I never said I didn't love you. In fact, I said how beautiful you are and how much I loved you. But I always said I would be honest with you and your face was changing. So I told you it was. That was the conversation we were having and you asked. So he then asks whether she'd prefer he lie to her and then says, come on, I gained three pounds and you called me chubs and fat. That doesn't mean you don't love me. And then the text concludes with him suggesting that Rexa attend therapy or a retreat, but adds that he still loves her. 
So this is quite messy, obviously. Contextually, Bibi Rexa has spoken a lot in the last year or so about having polycystic ovary syndrome, about living with the symptoms of that and of feeling self-conscious about the fact that she's famous and in the public eye. She knows that people are either discussing or scrutinising or even just thinking about her body and looking for changes. So that is important context. But the reaction to this has been... I don't imagine it's been what she expected it to be because a lot of people have pushed back on that and said that the message seems fairly reasonable. But even all of that aside, should we be sharing really private messages, particularly when we're famous, on Instagram for, in this case, 11 million people to see? Yeah, this is a bit of a complicated one. And like one of the first things that came to mind when I saw this story going around is how much BB Rexa has been trawled in the public eye mm. for her body. I mean, before I even knew any of her songs or was across who she was as a musician, because as you know, I don't follow the pop people <laughs> oh, like you do. Oh, she sings, I'm good and I'm feeling all right, oh, yes, you know, contextually. Know yes, yep. yes. So yep. yes, I know who she is. <laughs> but I saw all these headlines around her being shamed for her body and her talking about it. So that was all, that's always been a big part of her brand and, yeah. and something she's pushed together. When I saw these messages come out, the first thing I thought was that she was trying to draw a link between this public teardown of her body. Mm -hmm. And we should say she is a straight-sized woman, but because she works in the entertainment industry and everything there is so heightened and there's they lean more towards particularly very small body type. She has said that she feels like there's a pressure for her to almost be like, I know you know, to like almost apologise for something. Yeah, and has to comment to make a part of her brand. And almost like when like someone like Lizzo says, like, I'm just up here singing and you want me to be like a spokesperson for like different body types and kind of just doing my job, that kind of vibe. So when I first saw these messages, I thought like it was her drawing a line between I'm getting this from the public, but also from the closest person in my life, my Mm -hmm. partner. But then it is murky waters because it does seem to be a very small snapshot of a much bigger conversation. And I mean, it's never okay to say anything about anyone's weight, whether you're in a relationship with them or not. But if he's saying things like, you asked if your face had changed, I said yes. I'm just not sure what she was trying to gain here. Like, did she see people really resonating with Sarah sharing those texts of Joni Hill? But she's come under fire for it too. And did she think that that was a way to take this person down? Like, I can't understand what she thought was going to come of this. Was it to garner sympathy in a way that's backfired or was she just trying to give a snapshot of what she goes through every day? Yeah, I'm not really sure because like you say, there's so much context to this missing. And I think in this situation, which is a little different to the Sarah Jonas situation, it rubs me the wrong way in the fact that Bibi Rexa has 11 million followers. She's famous. Her boyfriend is not as famous. And there's just like a real power imbalance and it's almost like a power play to blast him to millions of people. Mm. Like she has fans who have already gone out and started attacking him and that's obviously not okay ever. And it just, it feels like a power play in a way that makes me feel icky about it. Yeah, exactly. That there's something that's happened behind closed doors that is now playing out on the internet and she screenshot a section of the messages that she knows that people will resonate with because it's to do with body shaming and that by itself can be a very black and white issue where you're like, you just don't call someone fat or tell them they've lost weight. But then once you actually read the messages, I'm not defending him. They both kind of seem to be in the wrong Mm. in a way here. And it's like this messy part of their relationship that she's tried to attach to body positivity and it has kind of backfired on her. And I wonder if maybe it's because she was 
having this like big outpouring of public sympathy that was really making people like her recently from the incident where someone threw a phone and it hit her in the face and there was a lot of public sympathy for her but also like the grace that she handled it with and her posting that photo saying like I'm okay and showing her scars and that she was still performing and a lot of people felt a lot of like love for her over that incident so I wonder now if she's like leaning into this because she thought there was going to be a similar public outpouring of love and support and now it's backfired. Yeah, and look, a lot of people are wondering if this is heralding in a new era of celebrities, you know, blasting their private messages publicly. Fingers crossed no, because I just don't think that is a good way to go forward with anything, ever. So some photos were released this week by the Daily Mail, of course, showing one Kylie Jenner and one Jordan Woods leaving a restaurant together. Now, normally this wouldn't be any kind of cause for concern. They've been friends for a very long time. They had a very public friendship. But then it all came falling apart in February 2019. Oh, my God. That was so long ago. I know, I know. That was an intense month. When it came to light that there were allegations that Jordan Woods had had like an affair or or something had happened with Khloe Kardashian's partner at the time and also the father of her daughter, True. So to kind of paint the scene, if you're not a huge fan of the Kardashians, all that like information hasn't seeped into your brain. So Kylie Jenner and Jordan Woods not only were best friends for a long time, but they had a brand together Mm. in a way in terms of that Jordan was the other co-lead on Kylie's short-lived reality TV show when she had her own spin-off. They also did a lot of like magazine shoots together. They went to events together. Jordan lived in Kylie's house and Kylie talked about when she was hiding her pregnancy with Stormy from the world that. Jordan just like stayed with her every day. There were lip kits and makeup kits and Kylie's brand named after Jordan. That's right. Yeah. All I that only sort remember of stuff. that because they then went on discount. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. And she was also a very prominent fixture on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians TV show. So this information, very strangely, started coming out on social before any allegations came out. So it didn't come out in the show or anything like that. And the story was that Jordan had been at a party with Tristan and they had hooked up. And that came came out and there were huge allegations. There was huge fallout because, you know, he and Khloe Kardashian were together. He'd cheated on her many times before, including just before she was about to give. And again afterwards, as we now know, just before she gave birth to True. But what happened is that at the time, Jordan Woods was very publicly removed from the inner circle of the Kardashians. And there was so much hate being directed her way. Yeah, I remember this day really specifically because (laughs) I remember we had a meeting in Mamma Mia and we had our normal pitch meeting and people were like, do people care about this? And the entire room was like, yes. Like even the non-Kardashian fans were like, yes, this is a huge deal because it involves a really close-knit friendship. And I think friendship is one of those things that no matter what people always care about, I always care about because it's like, We all can relate to this and you can all put yourselves in that situation. Yeah, and it was one of those things too when it first came out, everyone was like, surely this is just an internet rumour. It can't be true. But then Malika, Chloe's longtime best friend, started publicly posting on forums about it and like on different Twitter threads. And so it was pretty much confirmed. And so that all really blew up. Her father was like in the Hollywood industry, but lighting and sound stuff. So she's not coming from this big, powerful Hollywood family. Mm -hmm. And she had very much was intertwined with the Kardashians. Like that was her livelihood and all her friends. So when she got completely pushed out of that 
even looking back on it now, she was only like 20, like 19, 20 at the time. Like that's so young for the whole world to be mm-hmm. hating on her. Like people were like viciously sending her death threats, all this sort of stuff. Like no one was really even mentioning Tristan or the fact that the Kardashians were these really powerful women in their like 30s and 40s with this, you know, huge empire and resources mm-hmm. around them all attacking this young girl until Jada Pinkett Smith invited her on Red Table Talk yeah. to share her side of the story. I'm no homewrecker. Right. I would never try to hurt someone's home. Right. Especially someone that I love. Right. And someone who I've seen has a beautiful daughter. I never was trying to steal someone's man. I don't need your situation. I really just hurt so many more people by not telling the truth. Do you feel as though you are the reason why Tristan and Chloe are not together. I know I'm not the reason that Tristan and Chloe are not together. Now, this situation may have made it harder for her to want to be with him. Right. And I understand that. But I know I'm not the reason. And what's interesting about that is that Khloe Kardashian then, who really hadn't said a lot publicly at the time and said a lot more on the Keeping Up With Kardashians episodes that were filmed months later, but she went on Twitter and tagged Jordan Woods in all these tweets. Mm -hmm. And in one of them, she said, why are you lying, Jordan Woods? If you're trying to save yourself by going public, instead of calling me privately to apologize first, at least be honest about your story. By the way, you are the reason my family broke up. Oh, oh. Chloe, (laughs) look, I guess you could say Jordan is a part of potentially the reason her family broke up, but the issue here is Tristan Thompson. The issue here is this man who, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was sort of like no one really knew that it was just a kiss or that it was something that Tristan initiated. The discourse at the time was that it was potentially an affair, that they slept together, that it was much more intense than it really was and they let that run like wildfire until Jordan then corrected the situation and said no it was a kiss I was drunk we were both drunk he and it happened really quickly yeah Yeah. then it was over yeah yeah which makes it seem like like she was a homewrecker and really if you look at the details she's not and even if she was the lies with Tristan who is the one that has the loyalty to Chloe and I understand that the friendship with Kylie complicates it but at the end of the day I look, and we can look with hindsight, Tristan Thompson is trash. Well, yeah, exactly, because (laughs) as we said, he not only cheated on Khloe Kardashian while she was pregnant with his child and about to give birth, and, like, there's probably more that we don't know because Mm -hmm. this is just the stuff that's come to light. And then they never said they were completely back together, but it's pretty well known they were back together after that. When Khloe found out that they were having another boy by surrogate, that that had worked out, that's when she found out that he had fathered a baby with someone else at exactly the same time. So they're not together now. But he's still very much, like, Christiana always posts shout-out to him for birthday Mm. and Father's Day. The Kardashian like machine have really protected him over the years. And I remember when they did that sit down with Andy Cohen at the end of keeping up the Kardashians before they transitioned to the Kardashians. Andy Cohen asked him about that. And Kim was like, well, there's a baby involved. That's all it is. Like simple. You have a baby, you're in, we'll keep you in the family. And if you don't, then it's very easy to exile these people who make their careers off the Kardashians. But if they put a foot out of place, then they get pushed out find that really scary because the Kardashians are so powerful. Like they are 
some of the most powerful people in Hollywood. They have so much money and they have such a tight-knit little group that they can all rally around and sort of like have if they have a common goal it's very hard to stop oh yeah and we've seen a few big names names that we know i'm sure like in their industries of like makeup or hair or who their family is are yeah. known but names like monica rose or larsa pippen or joyce benelli who became these big names by being in the kardashian fold and being on the show then had it appears like quite big falling outs behind the scenes allegations that sort of thing mm-hmm. and then completely get stripped from socials and don't appear on the show other people who are in that famous circle stop working with them So it's like if you're in, you're in, but if you're out, it's not good for you. One thing to end on, I think it's really interesting that Kylie and Jordan would have chosen to be photographed. Like I know they're paparazzi photos, Mm. but we know that there's no way that they would have allowed themselves to be photographed in that way if they didn't want that story to be out. And it's very much like when celebrities use paparazzi photos because they want to announce something, but they don't want to be seen to be announcing it. And also very interesting timing, given that we know Tristan Thompson is going to be making a bit of an appearance on the Kardashians, because as we're saying, he's still very much in the fold whether that's going to be addressed on the show. And this is a way for them to publicly and in real time tie up that story thread without having to have Jordan on the show, which is probably a line that Chloe wouldn't let them cross. And to that point, do you think that is the reason that Chloe Kardashian has gone on Instagram and posted a couple of somewhat cringy, inspirational quotes, such as, it takes grace to remain kind in cruel situations? I'd say that's no coincidence. When in <laughs> doubt, post an inspirational quote. Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by Laura Brodnick with assistant production by Taylor Strano. Our EP is GM Oylen and our audio production is by Scott Stronick. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Na 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 na